0: Hey, welcome. I'm Peter Holmes. I'm, uh, I work with the college ministry here at 9th and O, and uh, a deacon here as well. Welcome to Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. Today we're going to continue our look on uh, Matthew uh, 5 as the Sermon on the Mount. And we'll look at Matthew five forty-three through 48. You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Jesus tends to turn worldly ideas up on its head. It's easy to love your neighbor. It's easy to love those who are like-minded as us, who enjoy the same things that we do, who like being around us, and we like being around them. But Jesus does not say to love our neighbors and hate our enemies like the world says. No, Jesus tells us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. It doesn't take much to realize that this is a radical idea. We think about heroes of the faith that showed this example, people like Corey Tim Boom and Jim Elliot, people we hold in high esteem in the Christian walk. We think all that we, we think that we will not be in this kind of situation. So this verse doesn't really apply to me unless I'm in that situation. But we know that Jesus' teachings are for all of us. And so even though we may never be persecuted by, by Nazis or, uh, or caught in the middle of a, of a murderous tribe in Ecuador, we know that this passage is talking to us. So then the question becomes, who is our enemy? And how do we love them? An enemy is more than someone you meet on the battlefield or your team's rivalry, rival during rivalry week. Our enemy is those who want to do us harm, who do not want what is best for us. It is the person who grates every last bit of your nerve. It is the person at work who will step all over you to get the promotion over you. We show them love by praying for them, by treating them with love and not joining in in the way that they treat us. So Jesus wants us to love our enemies because it sets us apart from the world. It is easy to love those that love us. Even the tax collectors and the Gentiles do that. The heathens and sinners do that. Loving our enemies sets us apart from everyone else. As Christians, we are called to be different than the rest of the world. We are called to be like Jesus. That means that we are to be opposite of the world. We are to pursue perfection as Christ was perfect. When we pursue to live in conformity of Scripture, we are pursuing perfection in Christ. So when we pursue loving our enemies and praying for them, we aren't doing it just to be different, to be rebels and to look different from the world. We do it because we want to pursue Jesus and pursue perfection. As we read this passage, we must remember that we cannot do this apart from Christ. Only through his strength can we truly love our enemies. It is only through him that we pursue perfection, that we strive to be like Jesus. And there is no better example of who loved his enemies than Jesus. He ate with tax collectors when no one else would. He sat and talked to, to the Samaritan woman instead of chastising her and ignoring her. When Jesus was beaten and accused, he didn't fight back and hate them. He is our ultimate example of how to love those who do not love us. So why do we love our enemies? We love them because He first loved us. Follow the example of Jesus. Pursue perfection through Jesus. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you.